Okay. I was covered in that stuff yesterday. Good morning, gentlemen. So, with one of our das, we had like a, a joke about wearing uh, wearing a, uh, a darshaning cap, which is every now and then a Gemara uh, will just devote itself to the to the sources of the the laws, and then we get into the yud gimel midos. We get into the and it's really an expertise. It's really whenever you think you have all the laws, they throw in another law that you didn't know and. Um, especially in Dafyomi, we don't often focus on it. It's actually a treasure house, like to focus on the psukim, how we learn things out. And almost every argument that we think has to do with logic in the end goes back to what did the Torah say? How did it say it? And so uh, we're, uh, today's daf for sure is going to be wearing a darshaning cap, meaning that we're going to be, uh, it really, it, it's going to boil down to some of these laws of interpreting verses. And uh, we're going to start with one of the one that comes up every now and then. It's the rule of Dayo. Um, and that is um, uh, the, the word Dayo. We're familiar. It's the same as the word Dayenu. It would be enough or, or Dayo. The, um, what, when we learn one thing from one place to another, uh, are we limited to the, the, the specific type of, of uh, the original source? In other words, if something... We learn one thing from another is a common concept. You see it over here, so it applies over there. So the question, though, is, are we limited to only applying it in the way that it was applied in the original place? The word dayo means, if, since that's the source, you have no right to extrapolate further. You're dayo. You are limited to the way it was applied in that first place, and you can't take it further. Um, even though uh, we're by nature we're learning a kalvachomer, we're saying that certainly that should apply over here. And there, in certain ways, we want to extrapolate and say, well, once we see over there that in that scenario you do X, Y, Z, certainly in this scenario you would do it, but even more so. And that's really where we get into trouble. In other words, when we learn out one place from another, can we then extrapolate and say, well, that was our source? But now that we got that as a source, we've gone a step further. Can you take that step further or not? Um, that's going to be the question. In other words, when we've learned one place from another, do you say diode? Does everybody agree that there are limitations as to how far you can go? And uh, so let's begin here in the Mishnah and, uh, with that question. So um, our, our question is, uh, you've got this wild ox. And we know the Torah speaks about a wild ox in a public area. Okay, it's in a public Rishus Rabin. And uh, we want to know, well, what about a wild ox that gets into my backyard? So you would think, you know, if the person has liability with his dog, with his ox, that causes havoc even where he's allowed to have that ox. So certainly if he ends up coming into my property, and is wild over there. Can you imagine how much money we're going to get off him for his being wild? So that's really going to be the question, switching from Rishus Harabim to Chatzar Hanizik, to the courtyard of the one who got harmed. Can we increase the damages or not? We can say, well, in the public place where he was allowed to have it, he pays this much. But over here, we had no business being in my yard. And he came and he, this animal came into my yard and it, it caused, you know, it, it, it fought with my ox. It did this and that. So... Are we limited to the same penalty as the Rishus Arabim, or can we maybe bump it up a little bit uh, and, and, as we, and bring proofs from other areas that penalties get bumped up 
once they're on my property, where his dog came into my yard, certainly uh, uh, we should bump up the penalty, or do we have a right to do that? So uh, it talks about Shor HaMazik Bashu Sanizik. So somebody uh, has this wild ox, this ox that's causing damage, and it's going to do the damage in private property. So what kind of damage could it do? Keitza, Nagak, it could gore. Nagaf, it could crush. Nashik, it could bite. Ravats, it could, uh, um, what do we call it? Scrouch. Ravat, it could kick. Uh, and uh, so those are different ways in which oxen cause trouble. So Brishus Harabim, in public place, we know, Mishalim Katze Nezek. You pay half damages, at least until it's a repeat offender. So all of those things, if they happen uh, from the person's ox, if they happen from the person's dog, if they happen in a public area, we're limited to the first few times that it happens, the owner would say, I didn't know it could do that. I, I, I had watched it. It was on the leash. So there it pays half nezek. But the question is, what about Prashus Hanizek? There, at least it was allowed to be there. And so you could argue he should have done a better job of watching it. But what if he let it go and it ends up in my backyard? It ends up in the Rishus Nizik. So over here we have a debate. Rif Tarfin Omar Nezik Sholem. We got to increase the penalty. It's in pro- it's in my pro- if if in the public property where he had a right to be there, the the penalty is only half. When it comes into my property and damages uh, me or or whoever, so it's going to be full penalty. The Chachamim they say no, Chatsi Nezik. We stick with the half. So now the two are going to fight it out. Omar Lem Rev Tarfin. Rev Tarfin said, I don't get you. My Bamakam Shekal al Shane Valaregil had an animal ate food, Shane, with its teeth. Or Regal had it stepped on things in the public property. What would we have said? We would have said, let you off. And eat, but let's say it ate food in my property or it stepped in my garden. We are going to throw the book at you. We see that the other types of damages, Shane and Regal, when they come to private property, in public property, they pay nothing. In private, 100% damages. So, when it comes to goring, where we don't let you off on public property if you gore, where you pay half. So, certainly, you should pay nezek shalom. In other words, if you compare the damage of the horn, uh, sure, to the damages of Shane Geregel, Shane Varegel don't pay anything. Bishus Rabin, they pay Nezik Shalom in Bishus and Nizik. So, sure, which pays half damage, Bishus Rabin, certainly it should pay full damages, Bishus and Nizik. If not one and a half. If not one and a half, right. That's right. It should be even more. So, Amarlo, Dayo, Lavo, Minadin. And so, uh, th- this is where the uh, Chachamim bring in the famous concept of wait a second, we're extrapolating. Dayo, it's, it suffices. It's enough. You're limited. Min hadin from there, lios kanadin, to only learn out from the original. You're saying, well, uh, you find that uh, that goring damage pays half, so you're limited to half. My, uh, my bushus are rabim, just like over there, it's half. Apushus and nizik. So that was the, uh, the, the debate here, whether you say dayo or not. So Omar Lahemi answered back, Afani lo adan karen mi karen. He said, you're right. If you're only learning out horn damage from horn damage, in other words, you're learning out horn damage, goring, and rishu sarabim, 
to goring in Rishus HaNizik, you're absolutely right. I would not be able to extrapolate more than the original horn damage pays half. So you can argue you should pay half, but you can't extract, you can't go further than the original. But Ani Adan, my source was Karen Mirego. I was learning out from foot damage. My Bamakmishikal Alashain Vala Rego. If we're in the, in the public property, we're let you off, we're lenient on foot damage and on eating damage, but Bashusa Rabin Hikmi Karen. And in that same place, we are very strict about going damage. In a place where we're even strict about those other damages, about eating and stepping, in private property. So certainly, we should be strict with horn damage. They said to him, but no, the max, you're maxed out. So it's kind of interesting that the, the Mishnahis are usually very uh, plain. This Mishnah actually sounds a little bit like a Gomorrah. It lets them fight it out a little bit. Uh, so we're hearing the debate. Again, the debate is um, horn damage in private property. So does it go... Everybody agrees you're going to pay... If you pay in public property, you're going to pay in private property. But does it increase? Does it bump up? Do you go from Chatzinezik that you pay in public property... Uh, when it's in the, in the in the courtyard of the Nizik, does it bump up or not? Uh, and so the reason, logically, you're right. If if we're gonna uh, if we're gonna give it to this guy, this person didn't watch their animal. Uh, it's one thing that there's a penalty even in a public area where they don't watch it. Certainly, if it got into someone else's yard, we should throw the book at him. That logic would dictate you're right. But the question is, this rule called dio, which means limiting. That's really what the word dio means, limiting. Do, do you apply it or not? Do you say we're limited, we're stuck with that original amount, or we can extrapolate? So uh, that's, it sounds like uh, the argument is whether there is such a concept of dio or not. Frek the Gemara, Rav Tarfin, less like dio. Rav Tarfin doesn't hold of limiting. By dio de raisa. There's a, a proof, there's a, there's a place in the Torah where it seems to show that rule very clearly. And let's take a look at it. And what's that? Uh, it's in an interesting spot. Um, the question was, Miriam Hanavia, uh, uh, whatever, had spoken Lashon Hora against Moshe Rabbeinu, and she became impure. And uh, the question was, how long was it going to take her to get pure to come back in the camp? And uh, they weren't leaving until she was pure. So how long was that going to take? So Tanya. Uh, so Hashem said to Moshe, uh, had her father, uh, in the old days, if people's parents were upset with them, they would be in shock. They would really be, um, uh, they couldn't lift up their head. They were like ashamed if their parents had to, um, you know, the, uh, it should be the way with our kids, you know, it's just like, the, uh, I, I, met, I, I knew people from that generation, and that's the way they used to talk. If my, my father had been disappointed, it would have been like devastating, you know, like my father, if my parents had to say something to me, they were like, they would never, like they were so close that they just wouldn't even think about it. So uh, Miriam, if, if her father had, uh, had spit in her face um, in, in front of her, meaning had shown his anger at her, so like, how do you get over that, that she had angered Hashem? So for certainly it would have taken a week to come back into good graces. 
So Kavachomer over here, where she wasn't just her father, it was Hashem, who's, uh, who's our father, who's our mother, who's our creator, he's our everything. So certainly it should be 14 days. So why didn't we uh, make, take 14 days? We're learning out from the week. So we stick to the week, even though you could dictate it's even more. So it seems like over there we, we apply this concept of dio. Let's take a look at Tosus. Interesting Tosus. Second Tosus from the top on the left. Um, why is it that uh, uh, the, uh, the getting Hashem angry is so much worse than getting our parents angry? Why is it double what our parents are, right? That, that was the Kavachomar. If we would be, our, our parents would be um, angry with us or ashamed in us, so we, we wouldn't be able to come back for a week, uh, wouldn't be able to lift up our heads for a week. So if Hashem is angry with us, so it's going to be two weeks. So uh, the Rabbeinu Tam says, it says, He says that parents, uh, it talks about which things we get from our parents. You know, people say, well, I got my mother's smile, I got my father's temper, you know, whatever, uh, my, mother's, my father's sense of humor. We get certain things from our parents. So it mentions that you get five things from each of your parents, and you get double that from Hashem. So that's what it means. That's why Hashem is double, because He gives you double. That's the first shot. It doesn't sound like a halacha, per se. It doesn't sound like a din. Okay, okay. That's uh, right, I right hear. I mean, the truth is, the whole thing sounds more, is really like, a, like the idea of being in cherem. Is that a halachic thing, or is it like. We're trying to figure out how long, how long does it take to get over the shame of the, that, uh, I mean, there's certain, you know, it's a, there is a concept of a formal harem, like how long does it take and this and that. But yeah, that's the first pshat. The yesh mefoshim, some people say, denuka yud yom, 14 days, it's just a double, it's, it's double impurity. To ain't hesker pachas mizayin yomin. Because a usual, usual takes seven days. Uh, impurity is really where you're distant from Hashem. That's really what impurity is. So if Miriam was struck in, with impurity, it means that she distanced herself from Hashem. So the usual, usual, regular, everyday impurity, that takes a week. So this was uh, super-duper impurity takes double. So double a week, you get two weeks. That's, what, that's the way the second chat wants to say what's happening over here. Okay, just, uh, or do you say no? You say dayo. So back to the Gemara. So un- until now, the, uh, so it sounds like from here that everybody learns those verses uh, that agrees that we didn't wait two weeks for Miriam. We only wanted, waited one week. That we say we're limited to the original. So if everybody agrees, so how in our mission do we have an argument how much you're going to pay with an ox in Brishus Anizik? So the more answer, key, Leslie, Dayo, um, when is it that they don't agree that you say Dayo, Hecha de Mifrikavachomer? That's if you will, uh, there'll be no, nothing to learn out. But Hecha, um, meaning that uh, if, the, if you're going to limit it to the original, you won't learn out anything. So obviously, there's, the Torah is trying to teach us something here, so then we will not. Say the rule of Dayov. Now, where you could still keep the Kavachomer intact, then Islay Dayov. Are they, are they saying that negates the Kavachomer? 
if it would negate the whole thing, so then we wouldn't use that. In other words, the, the, is, if you're learning something new out, so you could limit it to the parameters of the original. But if you're going to end up not learning it out, so then you won't say dayo. If, if it means that you won't be able to learn out anything new, we wouldn't use the dayo. So we're saying everybody agrees in some cases you say dayo, but whether you say dayo in all cases, we're saying no. That's debatable. That's the, uh, uh, so our question is, well, what was that scenario over there by Miriam? Tahasam shiva dishkina loksiv. Over there... Um, it hadn't written, how do we know that there would be a week? How do you even know a week? Um, so the Kavachomar came and brought it to 14. It got rid of 7 and, and stuck it at 7. So over there, we didn't know that you had to wait anything. So even if we say Dayo, we would still learn out 7. We know that if you, a person is shunned by their parents, that it, it's normal for it to take a week until uh, they can uh, be back in the good graces. So we don't know about Shekhina. So we said, well, obviously, if they, if they angered the Shekhina, it's at least a week. But um, that's because But even if we say Daya, we limit it to the, the week, it's something new. It, we still learn out the Kavachomer. In other words, that if you're, there's this penalty with parents, certainly there's this penalty with Shekhina. So we still have something to learn. Whereas, and so in that scenario, we could say Daya, and we still have a nice drusha. Whereas Abu uh, Haka, but over here, Katsi Nezeksif, we know that there's half damages. And we know there's half damages for goring in the public place. So our, our argument is that when it's in my backyard, it's worse. When this wild animal comes to my place and damages me and it's trespassing and it's on my thing and the guy didn't watch it, it's a much worse type of thing. And so if you're going to limit yourself to saying it's the same penalty, it doesn't make it worse. The whole idea, the, the whole drusha is that, uh, that, that, that there has to be a concept that the penalty increases. And so that's why you don't say die over if, here. If the damage increases. If, if the place, in the place, in yeah. my place. It's right. one thing, when I go in the public... So you take a certain risk when you go in the public. There's some right. people that say, you know, in, in the big cities... Uh, you can expect that uh, there'll be scratches on your fender. That's what they say, because they park there, crazy parking. You know, it's, uh, it's like uh, after the car's not new, people don't even, they, they notice it less unless they decide to have a, you know, because it's just, it's just like, you, you know, that's the, that's the expectation. You park in a busy public place, uh, you know that's what's going to happen. But if I kept it parked in my, on my driveway and someone came and scratched it, you know, oh my, you know, that's, that's ridiculous. Of course, they, you know, it should be a much bigger penalty. They came into my yard and they mm -hmm. let their animal loose. That's a, uh, so if we're going to say daya, there's no, there's no additional limud about the, the problem of coming into Rishusanizik. So therefore, we can ignore the daya in that case because then the whole drusher would be thrown out. And what we're saying is you don't apply the daya in that case. If, if there's a kavachomer that causes the place to be worse than the previous place, then mm -hmm. that trumps the dial? Yes. Is that what we're saying? That's what we're saying. Oh. But, okay. Um, but, on, but, mm -hmm. that seems like that's kind of obvious almost. Um, it, it's, uh, well, 
if we're limited to the first amount, then we wouldn't be able to say the kavuchomer. We wouldn't. You wouldn't. In other words, if we're, if if the source you pay half, you, you're you're limited. You can't. You can't. Even though we see from other places that the penalties are greater when it's in my property, b'shus and nizik. But it, uh, well, even though you want to make that argument, uh, you you got to be limited to the original. The original was only half. So that's that's the debate whether you can bump up the penalty or not based on the idea that in private property it's a much bigger uh, sin, it's a much bigger nesek. So, that, so that's the argument of Tarfin the Rabbanan, but we're saying even if Tarfin accepts Dayo, that's in a, in a limited way. He accepts it if you're going to, um, uh, if, if you can learn out something new, then he'll limit it to the new thing. But if you won't be able to learn it at all, so then he doesn't. Back to the more. The Chavu Chomer teaches you you pay another half. So, um, and if you're going to Darshan Dayav, Afri Chavu Chomer, you won't have that Chavu Chomer. And Rabbanin Shiva Deshkina And so the Rabbanin, uh, so the source of this was Miriam. So their argument is that we knew already that you would have to um, uh, be seven days for the Shkina. So it says Tisoga Shivas Yamin. So it says, wouldn't she be shut out for seven days? That teaches us that uh, that that is the drush itself. Rabbana says, no, we see that from a different place. Tisagar Miriam. That's coming to tell you that even in other cases you limit your drasha. And don't say Over here there was a reason to limit to one week and not two weeks. Um, so one reason was Dayo, but there's actually another reason, which is that Moshe pleaded for leniency. <clears throat> Moshe said, it's my sister, come on, she saved my life. You know, I, I want to let her off easy. So over here, so you're, it's true that we had logic to say, well, if she, she insulted her parents a week, here it should be two weeks. On the other hand, Moshe was, uh, was pleading for leniency, and, and Moshe was the one who she insulted. So shouldn't we, uh, shouldn't we lessen the penalty over here but usually we wouldn't have that far. So that's the, uh, that's the, when I was, we're trying to say, you know why we went for Dayo over, over here? Because we were trying to limit the penalty because Moshe Rabbeinu, in honor of Moshe Rabbeinu. So you really can't prove that we always try to limit the penalty. Maybe just over here we did. Kamash uh, Okay. Omer leh, de lo dorish Dayo. So, um, so until now, we were able to follow pretty much because we're somewhat familiar with Miriam and we, we're in the middle of Argamor. Now we're going to go into uncharted territory, uh, into the vast sea of the Talmud and the part that we have so much fun with, the laws of purity, which none of us are as familiar with as we like to be. Um, and so we're going to jump in. And so you'll, <laughs> we'll try to follow. Um, but the question is, in, in the vast sea of the Talmud, is there somebody that actually learns Kavachomers and doesn't use this concept of die of somewhat to limit it to the original. So Gemara says it found somebody. I could find you a Tana that doesn't say any, that doesn't say this concept even though you, you don't, uh, you'd still have a Kavachomer. And I'll show you this opinion. So we're going to find the outlier. We're going to show there is an opinion. So we asked about the concept of Dayo limiting the drasha, and so we said, everybody, you're right, for Miriam, everybody agrees that there is such a thing. Uh, some use it in, in all fashions, some use it in only some cases. Now the Gemara says, well, we could show you opinion that doesn't darshan Dayo at all. Where is that, Natanya? 
keri bezav. Um, so there's a, a, a impurity called a balkeri. A person has a seminal emission. Uh, so a seminal emission is, uh, if a person has it, he has to go to the mikvah, uh, um, at least in the times when people would go to the base of mikdush and they, they had to purify themselves. That's called a balkeri, a person that had a seminal emission. Now, what if a person is already tame? They got stuff coming out of them. They're azov. So what if on top of being a Zav, they're also a Balkari? So does that like, uh, what, what happens then? The Tanya Kari Bezabinayin. How do I know that there's additional impurity? Vidinu, it's logically. My Tor Betor, Tame Betame. If a fluid of a Tahar, like spit, would be Tahar, and the fluid of a Tame would be Tame, Tame Betor, if a Tahar has. Uh, uh, people have different uh, fluids that come out of them. They have spit and nasal stuff, and then they have seminal emissions, two different parts of the body. Now, if a pure uh, a person is pure and he has uh, spit that comes out, that that doesn't make him impure because it's a tar b'tar. And if a person is tame and he has spit, the spit will be tame. If a person has an issue, tame b'tame. Now. There's a halacha that if a person is tahar and he has a seminal emission, that it's tame, because seminal emissions by nature are tame. So if the seminal emission in a tahar person causes trouble, ain't it din she tame b'tame? Certainly, it should cause trouble with somebody who's tame. <laughs> so in other words, that a tahar person is spit is no problem. Like extra trouble. Extra trouble. That's right. So uh, that's really our question: If a person is tame uh, because he's got issues. Certainly, if he has a seminal mission, he should have extra trouble. That's the question. And we want to uh, say, not only is there trouble, but you can't touch it. That's mage, and you can't even lift it up, even if you don't touch it. Let's say you carry it. So, vamai. how did we say it's extra trouble? Tell you the kavakomer tells you just like uh, you can't touch it. But a honey dio la fukimimase, but dio should say you, you could be able to pick it up. The key table la magilo, it's your kavachomer. Maybe to touch it, you don't need it to logorami gavritar. It's not any different than a person who's tarm. The more said, I'll tell you why I need it. Silk died in Mikra Lilac Steve. I would have said, it says a person has a seminal mission at night. Misha Karav Goramlo, it's the. Um, the, the nighttime is what caused it to come out. Yotzezu, over here, she'en karav garamlo. He's not tame because of the seminal mission. He's tame eladavar akar garamlo. So it's some, it, over here, he's already got another kind of impurity. Kamash balon, meaning velodavar akar ksiv. It doesn't say only this and not another kind of purity. So uman tanah shamas le'domer, so uh, basically, we found over there that we don't say dayov, and we learn out that the seminal omission causes added impurities, that, according to that opinion. So over there, we found that opinion that doesn't say dayov there. So now the more uh, we quoted uh, the, the discussion about how tame is the seed, is, is the seminal omission. So who's the one who says that you can lift it up and you don't have tumah? Low Rav Lazar, it doesn't fit. It's not Rav Lazar, it's not Rav Yeshua, it's not. Shikbaz there shows up. A person who has an issue. 
So again, his fluids, his bodily fluids have regular tumma. What about his fluid that comes out of the other side, the seminal emission? Metamba it only has, uh, you can't touch it. But you could lift it up. Yeshua says, I mean, let's say you want to take it out of the house, put it on a shovel or something, right? So he says, no. And he, uh, first view is there's no tumma. Yeshua says, he says that the seminal emission uh, also has other stuff in it. It's going to have some of the pus in it. I would say, if the person is going through issues and then he has a seminal emission, so once that area opens up, the seminal emission has the other fluids in it too. And those other fluids have the extra super-duper tumor. So even though seminal fluid doesn't usually have the problem of carrying, but since it has pus and the other stuff in it, once that area opened up to let out the seminal emission, some other fluids get mixed in over there. So, and so that's this opinion is saying it's not extra, extra correct. Tumor. That's right. It's the, it's just it's it's, it's all blended it's, in. Yeah, right, right, right. I got it. So I'd kind of but over there, the reason that it is, it's not because you don't say daya velofishi below exactly as you said that once he opens up, he's got the pus and the other stuff coming out too. Ella, how to I tiny? So that it's an extension. It's That's an extension. Yeah. So we, that that really doesn't prove much because over there it has to do with the nature of his illness, not so much with the uh, the learning out. So the word says, well, it's a different source. What is that? The Tanya. As we turn the page. Zovo shows up. It's going through different levels of impurity. So it talks about the fluids that come out of the man with an issue. Varoko v'shik bezaro and his spit and his seminal emission. Ume raglov and his urine. V'dam anida and the blood of anida. So those those fluids, mitam ebein b'maga b'mimasa. They have uh, the both levels of tuma. Not, in other words, the, the double level, touching and caring. So don't you see from there that they learned out, they extrapolated from the original source. What we're really getting to is typically semen only has, the seminal mission only has the one kind of tuma, not the double. It only has the touching, not the caring. And if we say it has double, so that means that we don't say dayav. So the Morris says, well, why don't we give the same answer we just did? How can I? Maybe the issue is that it's never just seminal omission. It's seminal omission of a person who has these sicknesses is going to have pus and other stuff in it. Like so that's he, what causes it, you mean? Well, it's mixed in with it. Yeah. So even though the seminal omission you would be able to carry, you can't carry it because it's got pus in there. So you can't listen to Gabe Zovo. Yeah. But is that opinion acting as if you can never ever have just Mom is just a... Not with a person who has that sickness. Ah, uh, uh, okay, okay. I got you, I got you. Yeah. A sick person. A sick person. So the more answers, if that were true, it should have mentioned it by the fluids. Why does it say by the spit? El Mashum Ma'asimiroka. We're learning out from spit. Okay. Omer le Rav Achman Difta Ravina Vahai Tana de Lo Dorish Dayo. He says, I can show you a, a Tana that doesn't learn Dayo. Afagafta lo Mifra Kavachomer that even though uh, the Kavachomer will, uh, um, could have been learned, he still ignores Dayo, which is, seems to be our question. And now we're going to jump into another source. Um, the, the previous source was, was not a good application of where we were trying to go. We were trying to learn out that you can uh, in, in, extrapolate from the original even more than the original. We were trying to learn out 
that the body fluids should have not just purity to touch, but even to carry. And we came out that that wasn't a good source because it really wasn't just the, the fluid of semen, which we, you're right, if we had said dio, we would have limited the impurity, but we said that the nature of that sickness was that once the fluids come out, there's, it's a mixture of other fluids. And so we really have, not, that, that, those cases really don't help us as far as dio goes. So now the Gemara is going to bark up a different tree, so to speak. You'll have to excuse that expression. I didn't want to say that. I don't know why I did. Okay. It's going to go to a different source. Uh, it's going to look at a totally different place to try to find us, is there an opinion that ignores the dial? So the Morris said, yeah, we found one. What's that did Tanya? And this has to do uh, with the uh, mat. A mat that a dead body was on. That's called a mapitz. The Tanya, mapitz How do I know the mat is tummy when a dead body was on? If it didn't, it's logical. My pakim getanim shetorim bezov. Even a small vessels, if a person who has an issue touches them, mitamibimates. A dead body touches those things, they're tamibimates. A person who has issues, who sits on a rug, who sits on a mat, so that the mat or the couch or the pillow, they all become tame. So, so certainly if a dead body is, uh, a dead body is a very strict form of impurity. So certainly that should be uh, conveyed to him. Now, there's a day tumah and there's a week tumah. Over there it says it's tummy for a week. So again, um, over there there's uh, lighter impurities of Azov and then there's the impurities of a dead body. And uh, we're learning out from Azov that you even make the mat that you sit on tummy. And so we're learning out that the mat, if it had a dead body on it, would also be tummy. But we go further than the original. We say not only is it tummy for a day, it's tummy for a week. Vamai. Why don't we say a honey tumas We learn out the kavachomer just to tell you that it's tummy for a day. But we don't give it to seven days. So clearly we don't say dayav over there. So that should be. Uh, a source that we don't that we see over there, we don't die of it. So Omalek Bar Rami Nahale Rivnahabai. they asked that question over there of Omayabai Tani Mamapishuritsmaisule. They learn out not from the um the case of the Zav, but they learn it out from the creepy. That's a different source. So you mixed up the source of that ruling. Vahakamar, what's the ruling of a creepy a dead creepy on my rug? It's logical. My If small vessels azov touches them, Certainly, the dead creepy should do the trick. And how do I know that a, a, a dead body will contaminate the rug? It says clothing. My beged or mavasheretz mapin mapitz tame the rug over there is tame af beged or also clothing and leather sometimes they, the the carpet was leather it was sitting on a leather af mavames mapitz tame so here also we learn out that it's tame the bottom line is um, it's not the lima that we thought it was it's really from Shava. it's not from a kavuchomer so Shava is a different story. So now the Gemara tells us, Xerushav is it uses the same words. Uh, it says, uh, it uses the word Begit and Or by both. So now the Gemara gets into the darshaning of Xerushava. Xerushava is what it uses the same word, only work if it's extra. 
So the Gemara says, Mufna, it's extra. Do you love Mufna? Because if it wasn't extra, you could say there's a difference between the, uh, the impurity of creepies and the impurity of dead bodies. Even a lizard's tail, right? We all know from the hocus pocus, lizard's tails. Even the lizard's tail, a tiny little piece causes tumma, tumma bemes. But a dead body, a tiny little piece doesn't do it. Not, not the size of a lentil, you need a whole olive size of dead body to convey impurity. So uh, the Gemara says, That's by a bone. <coughs> this might be by flesh or the. So the Gemara says, um, uh, "What's what's extra over there?" Mikti sheretz ishkus shikva zera. We compare creepy to semen. Oisha shereitz of a stomach lay. Oisha shereigah bekol sheretz. The kasher is shikva zera, and it says over there, "Kol be bekol or shereilav shikva zera." Beged vaog si rechman v'sheretz. Why does it mention it by uh, by sheretz already a second time? Shema mina lafuye. So we proved that it's extra over there for a drasha. So Gemara said, okay, but so again, it's Xer Shava, and one of the verses was extra. But Xer Shava means it says it on two, on two places. It says it here and it says it there. So Gemara says it's, it's got to be extra on one place, isn't enough. It's only extra on one side. There is a view that one side's enough, and you can't answer. But but if you if one side's not enough, what are you going to say? The word's answer is it's extra on both sides. It was extra by the dead creepy, and it was extra by the dead body. You said one, it wouldn't be a anyway, right? Well, there's there's two sides, but is it ex, is both verses extra? Why wouldn't it be Xerushava uh, just because it's... Because only one side was using that verbiage. No, no, no both sides used the verbiage, oh, but okay. one side was extra and one side wasn't. Uh, I see. Uh, 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 yeah, so... Yeah, one, so one, 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 I see wasn't. So Morris says, Mikti, meis ishkaz the shikva zera. We already know the tomb of dead bodies compared to semen the ksiba. Negebekol domin nevish. We should teach him a shikva zera. The ksiba of a shikva zera v'kol bech v'kol or. And it says by seminal omission that any clothing or anything it sits on, asher yilav shikva zera, beged v'or de kasser of a meis lameli. So why is it repeated by the dead body? Shmami nelef nuye. It's extra. Vavi mufta mishnei sadim. So we did a good job on our xera shava over there. And uh, we first thought we could learn how to cover Homer and bring in Dayo. And we said, no, it's Xavier Shava. And then we said, well, but how can you Xavier Shava? It's not extra. It's extra. But it's only extra on one side. It's extra on both sides. But now the Gemara throws in another monkey wrench. That's if you can learn out from one and, 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 and go to the next one. But if you're limited to the original, uh, then the Xerish, this kind of limud wouldn't work. Michael and Maymar. So how? What are you going to say? Amarav, Amakrav, Kibasta, Migdei, can be Yomashvi. There's another pasuk that Kol Tumish Atametame Meis Lo Yipachas Mishiva. That there's another pasuk over there that gives us the laws of impurity that it's always a week. So uh, you're right. We would have been stymied over there according to the opinion of Dominav Ukibasra. Which if I had another half hour, I would try to. Get, how that works a little bit more, but we had another rule over there. But the Gemara says it's no problem. We have a pasuk, so uh, we spent uh, again the, the we, we were looking for a source for Dio, and we ended up 
with a totally unrelated drasha, which wasn't daya, which was the Gzera Shafa, and we got into the rules of it had to be extra on both sides, and then we also got into the rule of whether you can extrapolate domina, or you can have to only, you can go to a different source to stick to this source, but at the end of the day, we had a new Pasuk. So, uh, we were, the, the, the question there was, if there's a, a impurity would be conveyed to the, the rug or the hide that was underneath it, and we learned out that it is. Okay, we will stop here. Five lines from the bottom. Have a great